Welcome to the RSA Conference StoryCorps Podcasts. Please enjoy this discussion between colleagues and friends Dave Martin, Technology and Innovation Leader, IT Risk and Cybersecurity at GE, and John Stewart, Senior VP, Chief Security and Trust Officer, Corporate Security Programs Organization, Cisco. Dave begins the conversation. You know what I want to do? I want to be a, 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 a forensic guy, like Quincy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which kind of ironically, makes sense. Yeah, ironically <laughs> makes sense, given the profession now. What was your first job? I mean, besides the co-op, what was so, the first sort of official so n- job? Non-destructive testing. Mm-hmm. I hacked the mainframe <laughs> to get the materials data. And then I started making this link that we had people who were gold by saving kind of X hundred dollars per, per ton up here. And we were just producing like 50%. Mm. Um, How did uh, all that pivot you into security, though? I, I so this, the this is this is then the leap. So it was a little bit of IT audit, kind of, but the I said it it was the oldest company on the stock exchange. They broke it up into pieces. It was a specialty materials company. They had kind of like specialized paper. They made the the coatings for bowling alleys. Sole provider <laughs> across the globe. You don't even think that coatings. like somebody's supposed to make that stuff. But it has crazy to, right? adhesives for aviation, magnetics for kind of like hard drives and and beyond. So they broke it up into pieces. So they gave me a pay to stay, saying, hey, you got to run the, the corporate office and the IT infrastructure. Hmm. So it became my playground. Uh-huh. Yeah. And here we are today. You know what? If, if I'd only stayed in manufacturing, I could be a plant manager or like I may have like invented some new process. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's my journey. So kind of t- turning, the, uh, turning the, the, uh, the mirror around, same kind of question, like, how did you get here? Did you expect to, to be here? I, I loved to pull things apart, and I loved to put things back together. And uh, and in doing that, at one point, just in the beginning of the computing world, um, one of the fascinating things my dad did was he brought a acoustic modem and a printer and keyboard sort of one-piece thing to the house and then told me, a little bit about being able to dial up. And so that captivated my attention and my imagination. I wanted to know how it worked. And though I wasn't literally pulling that thing apart, I was pulling apart how it you know, mm-hmm. works and how phones were working in that case and the like. And the next thing you know, he, he brings a, a TRS-80 to the house that uh, he was using uh, or going to be able to use as a result of his work at the university and told me not to touch it. Um, so that got me curious about computing. And then pretty soon I started learning that our computing systems were breaking into other computing systems because law enforcement teams were asking what was going on. And so it, it got me all the way to here. The parallel to you in, in another way, though, was I had wanted to be an Air Force pilot. Um, I, I wanted to you know, be a jet jockey. I would have loved to, but my eyes weren't good enough either. Still playing with tech at home? Uh, you know, not nearly enough. Um, now that the latest thing that's driving my family crazy is that I've got home automation you know, all over the house. So there's a rack of gear, and you know I'm still I'm still running the firewalls. The, uh, I moved into this house three years ago, and I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to dabble. Uh, it's addictive. Like everything now, lights, thermostats, cameras, or door locks, even. And people go like, you're a security guy. What are you doing with the door locks? I'm like, hey, there's, there's a camera pointed behind it. When that thing opens, I get a picture of who came through. If I'm in the house, I get to know immediately that somebody's there. Um, but I also found like it's it's too much. As other people start mm. to like be the, the kids think it's cool, and uh, but then my folks come. I have to have like a switch that 
just turns it into a dumb house because <laughs> otherwise they're going to kill me. Um, and then the other piece of technology, which is unexpected, uh, like I've always liked to cook. So kind of like a belt from an Arduino, a, uh, a sous vide used in a crock pot. <laughs> So then, uh, then like that, that was pretty good. So then I tried to work on my like my own PID loop tuning for it. That didn't work so well. So then I like I kickstarted one, but still, it's just like bringing technology to food. So wow. uh, that's the other two pieces. But yeah, common on the home automation. Um, I think my kids have become a bit of an advisor to me because they're they're constantly teaching me even things I've never done. It's that challenge <laughs> thing. It's kind of like it's the my kid coming to me. I want to build a Minecraft server. All right, now I got to go learn about oh, Minecraft. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it's forcing that technology, and there's another reason to go buy an older Linux server and then be, make sure that you're being the teacher to, right. to bring them through. Right. Yeah, kids, super are fantastic, cool. super cool way to to learn and and um and I think that you know that the last. You know, you always have your, your family. I mean, it's, I said my parents, but there's always family, you know, to you. And so, you know, kind of in, in, in closing, Dave, what uh, what does 46-year-old Dave tell 18-year-old Dave if he had a chance now that you got a few years out? So I, I think follow the path, even though you have faith that there is a path. I mean, some of it's luck, but you can create luck. Um, you are going to be right on a lot of things, and kind of, and then it's okay to be wrong. I mean, you hear it all the time now, but yeah, take that risk, especially when you're young. Like, take that leap, kind of build build the wings on the way down. Like, we'll figure it out. Right. How about you? What's? I, I think that the, the single piece of advice I I would give back to me at 18 is be okay saying you don't know. And, and don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I felt always around such awe-inspiring people. I felt like I constantly had to have an answer as opposed to acknowledge that in a bunch of cases I just didn't. And, and to be blunt, every single time I typically get myself in trouble is because I actually tried to push the envelope of what I knew when I didn't. And somebody inevitably would come after and go, you were really sort of BSing that one badly, you know? And it's like, you're yeah, right. That would be, I guess, giving myself and something trying to convince my kids today. Mm-hmm. Is gonna like no no like don't see everything as such a challenge like you won't even remember this next week let alone right. when you're 46 right and it does feel big at the time though it feels like yeah. the world's crashing around oh, yeah. you doesn't it oh yeah thank you for listening to this RSA Conference StoryCorps podcast it was produced by RSA Conference with interviews recorded by StoryCorps a national nonprofit whose mission is to provide Americans of all backgrounds and beliefs with the opportunity to record, share, and preserve the stories of our lives. www.storycore.org.